0: On today's episode of Sean Sports Talk, episode number 223 to be exact, I, Sean Splitsky, as per usual, will report the biggest news in sports and give my unique opinion on all those stories. Um, this is for January 29th, 2018, it's Tuesday night right now. Uh, the last time I did an episode was January 24th, so five days ago. Uh, I apologize for the lack of consistency in regard to posting episodes and doing my podcast. I was sick. Man, you might still be able to tell from my voice uh, that I'm a little bit off still, but I decided that I have to do one today to get back on the schedule. I might also be might might also cough or sneeze or something like that and blow, have to blow my nose. Uh, so I may or may not edit that out. I usually don't edit any of my podcasts, not because I don't feel I need to, but depending on how many times I'm going to cough, if at all, which I'm not really sure, uh, I either may or may not edit. So as I said, the big news in sports on today's episode, there's lots to cover. It's pretty much dominated by Anthony Davis and the fact that he wants out of New Orleans, but New Orleans doesn't want to trade him. So he, him requesting a trade from the New Orleans Pelicans, Alonzo Ball not wanting to play for New Orleans if he gets traded uh, by the Lakers in an Anthony Davis trade. The Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, and New York Knicks, all being Eastern Conference teams interested in Anthony Davis. Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov, both uh, getting their respective fines and suspensions by the Nevada State Athletic Commission for uh, as a result of their brawl after their fight. That was in Las Vegas. Sean McVay, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, saying that they will not trade Brandon Cooks in the offseason. Um, the New England Patriots paying for Josh Gordon's rehab. The NBA fining Anthony Davis $50,000 for publicly requesting his trade uh Anthony da- there being rumors that Anthony Davis feeling that the owner of the New Orleans Pelicans val- uh, kind of valued the New Orleans Saints more than the Pelicans put more effort into the Saints uh, Kyrie Irving reportedly being in- being interested in a reunion with LeBron James the rosters being announced for the NBA Rising Stars Challenge Rising Stars Challenge for Star weekend Team USA versus Team World Greg Popovich saying that the Phoenix Suns got robbed after his San Antonio Spurs beat them. Um, Joel Embiid dominating as the Philadelphia 76ers destroyed the Los Angeles Lakers on the road tonight. And the New Orleans Pelicans shocking the Houston Rockets without Anthony Davis uh, against James Harden and Chris Paul. I I believe Chris Paul played. I'm not exactly sure, but I'll get into all that. But first, I want to say... Every episode of my podcast is available on every podcast platform that includes iTunes and Spotify. Uh, visit my website at SeansportStop.com and to see to have access to all episodes to see what I'm all about. Press on the Interviews with Athletes tab. You see all the famous athletes that I've interviewed. And press also on the My Blog tab to see the articles that I've written. I've still only written one, but I promise I'm working, I'm working on some to publish um, at the moment. And the last thing I want to say is uh, I want to give I want to thank Crimson IT for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, Crimson is a Los Angeles-based managed IT services company that specializes in ultra-reliable and highly secure IT services for the small and medium-sized companies. Um, yeah, so go to CrimsonIT.com to see. If any, if any of your company email passwords have been stolen on the internet, you could reach out to them. And for listeners of my podcast, they were on a free scan on the dark web for any, for, for any information related to your company that has been leaked, stolen, or sold. And they can be reached at uh, 310-838-3700 or crimsonit.com. So without further ado, let's get down to it. As I said, the first story and pretty much all the stories <laughs> other than a couple have to do with Anthony Davis. So the New Orleans Pelicans will not trade star Anthony Davis prior to the February 7th trade deadline unless they receive a, quote, overwhelming package in return, according to ESPN.com's Adrian Wojnarowski. <coughs> Excuse me, there's the first one. Uh, so I wonder what the over-under is uh, for, for how many times I'm going to cough in this episode. Hopefully not too many. Uh, Wojnarowski reported Monday that Davis is agent Rich Paul of Clutch Sports, who also, coincidentally, if you may or may not know, sure a lot of you know by now, uh, Ridge Paul and Clutch Sports also represent LeBron James. So Ridge Paul has informed the Pelicans that his client has no plans to sign a long-term extension with the team and would like to be traded, saying, saying, quote, Anthony wants to be traded to a team that allows him a chance to win consistently and compete for a championship, Paul told Wojnarowski. Anthony wanted to be honest and clear with his intentions, and that's the reason for informing them of this decision now. That's in the best interest of both Anthony's and the organization's future. Davis is eligible to sign a five-year, $240 million Supermax extension with New Orleans this summer. He is currently under club control through the next season, which would see him earn a measly $27 million salary. With only nine days left now until until the trade deadline, the team let it be known Monday per Wojnarowski that it will not force a deal before the deadline. Saying, quote, Although we are disappointed in this decision, our organization's top priority is to bring an NBA championship to our city and build our team for long term success. Relative to specific talks of a trade, we will do this on our timeline, one that makes sense for our team, and it will not be dictated by those outside of our organization. We have also requested the league to strictly enforce the tampering rules associated with this transaction. According to Wajdronowski, NBA sources believe Davis's camp will ultimately inform the Pelicans that the five time author's preferred destination is the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. However, New Orleans reportedly believes the Lakers' top potential offer would still be available come the offseason when the Boston Celtics when the Boston Celtics can also get in on the bidding war. The CBA, um, the, fully known as the Collective Bargaining Agreement, prohibits Boston from acquiring Davis while Kyrie Irving is on the roster on his current contract, as both Davis and Irving are signed to designated rookie extension contracts. Irving will be a free agent this summer, allowing the Celtics to trade for Davis following July 1st. Wojnarowski notes that Boston general manager Danny Ainge is expected to make a run at Davis, even if the big man does not agree to an extension as part of the trade. Uh, Davis was the number one overall pick in 2012. He spent his entire seven-year career in New Orleans. He's averaging career highs in scoring at 29.3 per game, rebounding at 13.3, assists at 4.4, and steals with 1.7. So he's dominant this year, to say the least. Uh, definitely an MVP candidate. And he's also adding 2.6 blocks a game this season. But he has not played since January 18th because of a volor Volar plate, a fracture on his left index finger, but Wojnarowski reported Wednesday that he could return this week. AD to LA rumors have been in full force since the three-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA first-team selection joined Clutch Sports, which, re- which represents LeBron, as I said earlier, in September. Per Wojnarowski, the Lakers are expected to engage the Pelicans in trade talks, quote, soon. Earlier this season, James made no secret of the fact that he would welcome the opportunity to team up with AD, saying, quote, that would be amazing. He told this to ESPN.com's Dave McMenamin in December. That would be amazing. Like, duh, that would be incredible. Now all eyes are on Magic Johnson and code to see if the Lakers can finally get AD to La La Land before February 7th. I certainly hope they can. <coughs> it's two coughs. Uh, I'm not entirely sure that they can, though. It's going to be really tough. You know, you have guys like Greg Popovich, the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, uh telling New Orleans Pelicans, GM, to not uh not he doesn't ha- that he doesn't have to do anything and to not be swayed by the Lakers into doing anything he doesn't want to do. So, you know, when you have all these guys like Popovich, I and I just I just uh I know it's not gonna be easy for Magic Johnson and Rob Pelinka to pull this move off, but I think the Lakers do have the pieces to make it happen. I think if Anthony Davis Explicitly tells the Pelicans that he absolutely wants to go to the Lakers and really doesn't want to play anywhere else. If he will be that direct with the team, I think, out of respect of the seven years of contributions that AD gave the Pelicans, I think they might trade him to the Lakers. But other than that, you know, they wouldn't specifically want to trade him to LA, which I don't really understand what the deal is with trading guys to LA and not wanting to do business with the Lakers. Maybe it's because uh other teams and owners and executives are jealous that they don't own the Lakers and deal with the Lakers maybe it's because they're jealous of the Lakers success throughout the whole history of the NBA I don't know but as a Laker fan it's uh really eating away at me at, at the hope like I I really hope that <laughs> the media and stuff ESPN they're not feeding feeding us all false hope and things like that because I really just want AD on the Lakers you know all these rumors making me go crazy uh, especially trying to cover it from a very objective standpoint on my podcast, if you know what I mean. Um, so now switching gears to to more AD. There's going to be plenty of AD stuff on this episode, fortunately or not. That's the big news in sports for these. How long, who knows how long this is going to last. So representatives up for Los Angeles Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball, one of my favorite players, would favor a move to a different team were he were he to be a part of the lakers trade package for new orleans pelican star anthony davis according to shams karenia of the athletic journey reported ball doesn't want to go to a franchise that has quote an established point guard alfred payton is new Orleans' starting point guard while drew holiday has plenty of experience at the point guard position as well um so according to the los angeles times broderick turner and tanya Ganguli and any offer from los angeles quote, would have to start with Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Ivica Zubac, and a first-round draft pick. Unfortunately for Ball, he has almost no leverage in that situation. <coughs> There's three coughs. So that package of Lonzo, Kuzma, Zubats and um, a first-round pick, other than LeBron, those are my three favorite players on the Lakers. So that would be very unfortunate to see them all traded away to New Orleans. But at the same time, Anthony Davis is a generational talent. He's putting up career highs in pretty much every every in almost every statistical category there is uh that people really care about. He's a superstar, him and LeBron James uh would be lethal. He wants to play with LeBron, he wants to be in LA. So, if this trade package or a, a core of a trade package like this with some more, with a couple more role players or one more role player and some more draft picks, if that gets the deal done and gets AD to LA, I'm all for it. But it doesn't mean that I won't be a little bit upset about it because I love Lonzo, I love Kuzma, I love Zublaka, Zubats. So, uh, as for Lonzo, though, he's not a big enough start to be able to call his shot. Even though I really like him as a player, that's just the truth. He's only in his second season, and so far he's failed to meet expectations after the Lakers selected him second overall in the 2017 draft. His contract more than offsets whatever doubt he tried to plant about his long-term future with a new team as well he's under team control for at least three more seasons and that's assuming he takes a 14.3 million dollar qualifying offer in 2021 rather than hit restricted free agency who knows what's going to happen then maybe he'll he'll think that he is worth more than that uh, due to his play that's three years two years from now we can't really tell in general though ball and his camp should rethink the optics of wanting to take the path of least resistance Uh, ball would actually be a good fit i think in new orleans all things considered uh, he would unquestionably take over for Peyton as the Pelicans' number one option on point guard, no doubt. They wouldn't have acquired him to turn around and stick him on the bench. He may not have to play alongside Holiday for too long either, since the 28-year-old Holiday might not want to sign up for a complete rebuild. For the Ball family, Lonzo suiting up for the Lakers was always the dream. Reality, however, has intervened, and Ball should come to terms with the fact that his time in Los Angeles may be dwindling. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate for everyone involved, but, you know, as Jason Jason Tatum Understands, you know, when there were rumors of Anthony Davis being traded to the Boston Celtics, he was like, hey, yeah, I trade myself for AD. That's the kind of player that Anthony Davis is. Uh, you have to trade players like Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Lanzo Ball to get someone like AD in addition to other players. So that, it just that is what it is, you know. There's nothing else to say, really. Transitioning to more Anthony Davis, some other teams besides the Lakers are also interested in Anthony Davis. Some Eastern Conference teams. So the Toronto Raptors and Milwaukee Bucks are reportedly among the teams expected to make the New Orleans Pelicans an offer for star Anthony Davis before the trade deadline. According to Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer, the New York Knicks are also expected to speak with the Pelicans on Monday. Um, yeah, so that that's the latest, and the Bucks and Raptors are the top two teams in the Eastern Conference, and if either of them manages to acquire AD this season. That could make them the favorite to win the NBA championship over the Western Conference-leading and heavy favorite Golden State Warriors. Milwaukee has the NBA's best record at 35-13, and 13, and they already have an MVP big man, MVP candidate big man in Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks could send the Pelicans some talented young players as part of the deal, including Senator Thon Maker and 2017 NBA Rookie of the Year Malcolm Brogdon. But honestly, people were saying that the Lakers' offer for AD with Lonzo Kuzma and Zubats in a draft pick is weak. I would definitely think I I just, I think in my opinion that Lonzo and Kuzma are better than Thonmaker and Malcolm Brogden. Ivica Zubac is better than Thon for sure. <coughs> That's four cups, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Toronto is second in the Eastern Conference at thirty seven and fifteen, and they seemingly reached a new level thanks to the addition of Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi and Anthony Davis would be would be pretty big, and I feel at the moment I. There's a lot of uncertainty on whether or not Kawhi Leonard will re-sign with Toronto. It's a very mysterious situation because nobody really knows what Kawhi Leonard thinks because he never uh, publicly talks about anything, really. So, you know, I think there there's a lot of people that uh, are assuming he's not going to re-sign with Toronto and will go to LA to either the Lakers or the Clippers. And Anthony Davis has made it clear that any team he's traded to that's not the Lakers, he will not re-sign with them. So maybe... If you get straight to the Raptors, it could be a situation where you have two guys that are not sure if they would resign. They could convince each other, convince each other to team up in Toronto and resign. So, who knows? Something like that could happen. I could definitely see that happening. Uh, veteran point guard Kyle Lowry, though, could potentially go to New Orleans in a deal for Davis, as could younger players such as guard Fred Van Vliet, small forward OG Anubi, and rising star Pascal Siakam. So, those are the latest rumors bucks and raptors are interested in ad and quite frankly i'm pretty sure <coughs> I'm pretty sure that every nba team is interested in anthony davis you know joining their team so now switching gears to mma the punishments for khabib Nurmagomedov and conor mcgregor were decided upon tuesday in the wake of the post-fight brawl that took place after Nurmagomedov defeated conor at ufc 229 in october the Nevada, the Nevada State Athletic Commission agreed to a $500,000 fine and nine-month suspension for Khabib per Lance Pugmire of the Los Angeles Times, though that suspension could, could potentially be reduced. So Mark Raimondi tweeted, quote, it would be a six-month suspension if Khabib does the PSA. The commission will have approval over the PSA and its distribution. McGregor, meanwhile, will still find $50,000 and suspended for six months per Brett Okamoto of ESPN.com. Ariel, Ariel Helwani of ESPN.com added McGregor would be cleared to return on April 6th Though Hilwani added he was, quote, hearing late spring slash, slash summer is more likely a time frame for his return at this time. McGregor was also put on notice about the outlandish and insensitive nature of his pre-fight promoting style, which I 100% agree with. I think that's the reason the whole brawl uh, happened in the first place after the fight. Connor was personally attacking Khabib, his religion, and his family in a way that I think that should be off limits when it comes to promoting a fight and the whole trash talk and the weigh-in and the press conference before the fight. So Brett Akamoto tweeted, quote, right now Nevada commission is essentially telling Conor McGregor, who is not here, if he continues to ramp up his pre-fight talk in a similar way he has, they will consider taking disciplinary action against him, which they've never done for verbal actions. Kevin Ayol tweeted, uh, quote, Marnell, the verbal part of promotion is so out of line that it's embarrassing, but not appropriate to insert at this time until we've, until we give published guidance about language. Mergamadoff's cousin, um, Ab- Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov and teammate Zubara Tuhugov were also punished for their involvement in the brawl and each given a one-year suspension and $25,000 fine per Mike Romandi of MMAFighting.com. Helwani noted he doesn't expect Khabib to fight before either of those suspensions, which are retroactive to the date of the fight, uh, which expires next October. And I think it's also worth noting that I didn't mention this, but um, Khabib has made it known that he will never fight in, in the state of Nevada ever again. So, I wonder if for Nevada, if this was worth, uh, if finding him half a million dollars and suspending him for nine months uh, was worth him not fighting in their state ever again. So, you know, as bad as this incident was, it was actually good for the UFC in the sense that it brought a lot of attention to, to the sport, uh, to the company, to the fighters, to the event, to a likely rematch between Connor and Khabib. And the same, you know... What can be said is that now, since Khabib won't fight in Nevada, a potential rematch won't happen in Nevada. So, you know, maybe they, you can argue that they don't think about that at all. They don't care about Khabib fighting and the money that he would bring the state of Nevada into the venue, the likely the T-Mobile Arena or the MGM Grand or whatever it is, Mandalay Bay. But maybe they do. So um, I'm I'm just wondering if that's something that they're going to care about. So now switching gears to the NFL. Yes, believe it or not, not everything is about Anthony Davis. Uh, So after being traded in each of the previous two off-seasons, wide receiver Brandon Cooks appears to have found a long-term home with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Rams head coach Sean McVay told reporters on Tuesday the team has no intention of dealing Cooks after Super Bowl 53 via NFL.com's Kevin Patrick saying, quote, when you get a chance to talk to Bill Belichick and Sean Payton, they think the world of Brandon and what he's done. Everybody, everybody that's been around Brandon, you can't talk enough about the production. This is a special human being. The way he goes about his business, guys like him are why you love coaching. I could go on and on about what he's done for this football team. He's been instrumental in us getting here. Love that guy, and you can't say enough good things about Brandon Cooks. I can promise you this. We're not trading him. After one season with the Patriots or Cooks began his career with the New Orleans Saints who drafted him with the 20th pick in 2014. The five-foot-ten receiver and a fourth-round draft pick were dealt to the New England Patriots in March 2017 for first and third-round picks. After one season with the Patriots, Cooks was packaged with a fourth-round pick and shipped to the Rams in April 2018 for first and sixth-round picks. The 25-year-old signed a five-year, $81 million extension in July. Despite being with three different teams in five seasons, Cooks has been a- has had a successful NFL career so far. He's had over a 1,000 yards in each of the past four seasons, including a career high of 1,204 yards this year. Uh So as a Rams fan, you know, I, I love having Brandon Cooks around. He's a very productive receiver. He had two big plays in the NFC Championship game against his former team, the Saints. And I'm glad that uh, Sean McVay has made it clear that the Rams will not trade him. So now, uh, switching gears to more NFL. There's a chance, believe it or not... This is shocking to me, but there's a chance that Josh Gordon could have a second tenure with the New England Patriots if he gets reinstated by the NFL again. Per, N-E- per, per NESN.com's Doug Kide, the Patriots are paying for Gordon's treatment at an inpatient facility in Florida. A return to New England is, quote, still possible for the wide receiver. Gordon announced on December 20th he was stepping away from football to focus on his mental health. That same day, the NFL suspended him indefinitely for violating terms of his reinstatement under the league's substance abuse policy. Kite noted the suspension was due to diluted drug test samples. Gordon has been suspended four different times by the NFL for violating the substance abuse policy. He was reinstated on on a conditional basis in November 2017 after previously denying his petition six months earlier. NFL Network's Ian Rapport noted Gordon's latest indefinite suspension could result in permanent banishment from the league. In 11 games with the Patriots, Gordon had 720 receiving yards and three touchdowns on 40 catches. So I'm very surprised that the Patriots are still um, trying to get Josh Gordon to possibly play for them in the future. And that speaks volumes of them uh, as an organization on not just kicking him, kicking him to the curb. And even if they know that he will not play for them anymore, they're still helping him out uh, by paying for his rehab, which is very noble of the Patriots, and it's um, pretty cool. So didn't last long. We're switching here to more Anthony Davis. It turns out Anthony Davis broke some kind of rule when he turned the NBA world upside down with his trade request. Alex Kennedy of Hoops Hype shared an announcement from the league stipulating Davis was fined $50,000, quote, for violating a collectively bargained rule prohibiting players or their representatives from making public trade demands. The fine as for statements that were made by Davis's agent, Rich Paul, in an intentional effort to undermine the contractual relationship between Davis and the Pelicans. Uh, and we all know what I'm talking about. Um... So yeah, and that statement that he does not want to play for the Pelicans anymore. (coughs) Now switching gears to more AD and why he might not want to play for the Pelicans anymore. Anthony Davis is reportedly done with the New Orleans Pelicans, and one reason could be the way the front office prioritizes football over basketball. Gail Benson owns both the Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints, while Mickey Loomis serves as a key executive for both teams. According to Sam Emick of The Athletic, this hasn't led to a positive dynamic for the NBA star. Quote, a source with knowledge of Davis' thinking said the idea that the Pelicans were less of a priority to ownership than the Saints has been a growing concern in McWright. Um So that's the latest. Maybe um, the report coming out that Anthony Davis believes the owner uh, of the Pelicans cares about the Saints more than the Pelicans. Um, so there you have it. Uh, now switching gears to more NBA basketball, but this does not... Actually, some of this this has to do with Anthony Davis. Some of it does not. Um, It may be Super Bowl week, but yet again, the greatest soap opera in sports, the NBA, and its superstars' desires has grabbed the headlines. Uh, New Orleans Pelican stars Anthony Davis' requested to be traded, and the growing possibility that LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Kristaps Porzingis all may play a role in Davis' ultimate destination will have fans, executives, players, everyone on edge with every alert, their phone signal until the trade deadline passes a mere nine days from now. It does not hurt that league sources have two of the most storied franchises in the, in the two biggest markets among the potential landing places, the Los Angeles Lakers and New York Knicks. While the Pelicans have vowed not to be bull rushed into moving AD who can't become a free agent until 2020, dealing him before the February 7th trade deadline could make sense. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it does as a Laker fan. You know, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we'll just have to see. Switching gears to more NBA, this does not have to do with Anthony Davis, for once. <coughs> the NBA continues to fill out rosters for All-Star Weekend, with Tuesday seeing the release of the 2019 Rising Stars Challenge. Dallas Mavericks rookie Luka Doncic leads the way for the World Squad, and Atlanta Hawks guard Trey Young carries the torch for Team USA. Doncic has, becomes the, has become the NBA's breakout star of the 2018-19 season. The reigning EuroLeague MVP had the 2nd most fan votes among the Western Conference players with 4,242,980 votes. For the All-Star game, trailing only LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers, who had $4.6 It's fitting, Doncic and Young would be two of of the featured players in the NBA's annual showcase game for its young stars. The two were traded for each other during the 2018 draft and are leading their respective teams as rookies. For the second straight year, um, Lakers guard Lonzo Ball may be forced to miss the Rising Stars Challenge. He's expected to miss four to six weeks with a sprained ankle suffered on January 19th against the Houston Rockets. The early end of that timetable would have him back during NBA's All-Star weekend from February 15th through 17th. So who knows? But I doubt that he's going to play in the Rising Stars Challenge. <coughs> Excuse me. So transitioning to more NBA, we have a few NBA stories to close out this, uh, the big news section of this episode. So San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich made his feelings clear about his team's 126-124 win over the 11-42 and Phoenix Suns on Tuesday. Popovich told the media after the victory that the Suns were, quote, robbed, calling his team's performance, quote, pathetic so that's uh pretty funny and um uh, speaks volumes that uh a legendary coach like popovich doesn't hold back um even if the team even if the team won i know a lot of nba coaches even if they felt that their team played badly and they showed a pathetic performance um performed pathetically i should say they just because the team squeaked out a win just because of that they wouldn't say they wouldn't make their tr- true feelings known publicly and Popovich is obviously not like that. He's very direct, very honest. And that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why he's a legendary coach. Uh, so now switching gears to more NBA, as promised. Uh, Joel Embiid had 28 points, 11 rebounds and 6 assists. As the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Los Angeles Lakers 121-105 to on Tuesday at Staples Center in Los Angeles. Philadelphia had 15 steals with Jimmy Butler leading the 76ers with 5. Brandon Ingram had a career-high 36 points on 16 of 20 shooting. That's 80% from the floor for the 26 and 25 Lakers, who have lost four of their last five. The 33 in the 1876ers have won six of their last eight. But you can't blame the Lakers. They played without Le- LeBron James, their best player in the world. Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball, they were all sidelined with injuries. So a big win for the Sixers. And now switching gears to more NBA to, cl- to close out the big news section of this episode. Jalil Okafor had 27 points, 12 rebounds, and 2 blocks as the New Orleans Pelicans upset the Houston Rockets 121-116 to on Tuesday at the Toyota Center in Houston. James Harden had 37 points, 11 rebounds, and 6 assists on 4 steals for the 29-21 Rockets. The 23-28 Pelicans snapped a 3-game losing streak. New Orleans played without Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, and Nikola Mirotic, who were all sidelined with injuries. But unlike the Lakers, who also had 3 key players out, they got the win. Uh, So now switching gears to the L.A. sports teams to close out this episode of Sean's Sports Stop, starting with the Lakers. I already covered that the Lakers lost to the 76ers, but what I did not cover was that their next game is on Thursday, January 31st, the last day of January at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time against the Los Angeles Clippers. It's at Staples Center, obviously, but it's technically going to be a Clippers home game. And uh, there are rumors that LeBron James can make his return against the Clippers on Thursday night. It would be his first game out of the last 17, and... Hopefully, he does. The Los Angeles Clippers, they played the Atlanta Hawks tonight, and they lost 123-118 to to a 16-33 Hawks team. The Clippers are now 28-23. And obviously, their next game is against the Lakers, That the game that I just covered. The Los Angeles Rams, their big game is getting closer and closer. Super Bowl 53, Sunday, February 3rd at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Rams on CBS. I'll be watching. I'm really excited. Let's go. The Los Angeles Kings haven't played... Or actually, I also didn't cover. So the last time I did an episode was January 24th. So on January 24th, the Lakers lost at home to the Minnesota Timberwolves 120-105. to And then on January 27th, they beat the Phoenix Suns 116-102 at home before losing to the 76ers. Let's see how the Clippers did since the last time I did an episode. On January 24th, the Clippers did not play on the twenty fifth. They beat the Chicago Bulls one hundred six to one hundred one on the road. Then on the twenty seventh, they beat the Sacramento Kings one twenty two to one hundred eight at home. And then the loss of the Hawks last night. Um, let's see. The Los Angeles Kings did not play since I last did an episode. Their next game is all the way on February second, Saturday, February second at four p.m. Pacific time against the New York New York Islanders on the road. First game of the second half of the season after the All Star break. The Anaheim Ducks, their first games after the All-Star break, is also on Saturday, February 2nd at 4 p.m. stick time, but they play the Winnipeg Jets in Canada on the road. So ladies and gentlemen, this is all we have for this episode of Sean Sports Hub. This was episode number 223. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. And as always, until next time.